As indicated by writer Nora Naughton, General Motors has long led the U.S. market in auto sales, but a prolonged shortage of semiconductors has continued to produce disproportionate effects on the Detroit-based automaking giant, leading to widespread disruptions at its factories. General Motors sales dipped nearly 33% during the third quarter compared to a year earlier. Other vehicle manufacturers are also feeling the sting of the computer chip shortage. In September, the industry's annualized selling pace, a measure of market strength from month to month, was just a bit more than 12 million, according to industry research firm Ward's Intelligence. That's the lowest level of vehicle sales registered since the earliest days of the pandemic, when many of us were shut in our homes and had little use for our vehicles. Research firm J.D. Power has been estimating that U.S. auto sales would total $3.3 million during the third quarter, which would be a 13% decline from a year earlier. The shortage of computer chips is not only frustrating manufacturers, but also car shoppers. There just isn't much inventory out there right now, and prices are high. Many expect challenges to persist well into next year, as new supply chain bottlenecks have been emerging among Southeast Asian parts manufacturers. For WIPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writer Matt Phillips, one of the most closely monitored leading indicators of inflation recently hit a record high. That's an indication that the upward pressure we've been observing with respect to prices could last for months to come. The prices that auto dealers pay for used cars in the wholesale market jumped 5.3% in September alone, according to the Mannheim Used Vehicle Value Index. That's up more than 27% over the past year. Used car prices have surged since the pandemic hit. That may seem surprising, given that many of us have spent so much time at home and many continue to work remotely. But production snarls at automakers slashed the supply of new vehicles available for sale just as many Americans left urban centers for the suburbs. That pushed the demand for personal vehicles higher, and with few new cars available for sale, Americans have been opting for used cars in large numbers. While used car prices are normally a minor contributor to overall movements in the Consumer Price Index, a broad and popular measure of inflation, they have become a key influence on the direction of prices more recently. The latest Mannheim Index reading means that consumers will pay high prices for used cars into 2022. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. With all the federal government spending that has transpired during the pandemic, there has been a considerable amount of focus on America's federal budget deficits. But America is associated with another massive deficit, and that's its trade deficit. The U.S. trade deficit widened to a record in August as America's consumers continued to demonstrate strong demand for imported goods such as toys, clothing, and pharmaceutical products. As indicated by the Wall Street Journal, the Commerce Department recently announced that the trade gap in goods and services expanded to more than $73 billion in August from about $70 billion the month before. Imports expanded 1.4% in August to $287 billion, also a record high. Were it not for global supply chains that remain in disarray, Americans would likely have purchased even more in imported goods. As an example, a severe shortage of semiconductors being produced globally has suppressed vehicle production. Accordingly, imports of vehicles and parts declined more than 5% in August. America's trade deficit with China widened to nearly $32 billion in August, the largest gap since July of 2019. With the arrival of the holiday shopping season, U.S. consumers will continue to demand imported items in large quantities. For WIPR 
and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. According to a recent report from the World Trade Organization, global trade flows will continue their rapid rebound from the pandemic over the balance of this year and next. Asia will see the strongest gains in exports, while Africa may lose out. The organization is based in Geneva, and its new forecasts underline the unequal nature of COVID-19's economic impacts. As indicated by journalist Paul Hannon, poor nations are set to suffer the weakest recovery in trade, partly because they lack access to vaccines. The organization expects that Asia's export of goods will be nearly 19% higher by the end of 2022 than it was two years earlier. Africa's exports are set to rise by less than 2%. North American exports are expected to be up 8%. The same is true for Europe. During the early stages of the pandemic, exports and imports of goods collapsed around the world as lockdowns shuttered factories and transportation networks. Trade flows began to recover during the middle of 2020 and returned to their pre-pandemic levels by the end of that year. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Perhaps you've heard of Squid Game, the hit dystopian television show on Netflix. As indicated by journalist Jin Yu Young, the show is about 456 people who face severe debt and financial despair. In search of improvement in their financial fortunes, these debtors end up playing a series of lethal children's games to secure a $38 million cash prize. The show is set in South Korea. Squid Game is about more than games. It reflects the economic insecurity felt by many Koreans due to runaway housing prices and other costs of living. But people around the world, many of them living in wealthier nations, feel such insecurities, which may help explain why the nine-episode drama has emerged as an unlikely international sensation. Squid Game has become the top-ranked show in the United States on Netflix and is well on its way to becoming among the most-watched shows in the streaming services history. As indicated by the New York Times, Netflix executives indicate that there is a good chance Squid Game will become the service's biggest show ever. South Korea boomed during the post-war era, rendering it one of the wealthiest nations in Asia and leading some economists to call its rise the miracle on the Han River. But wealth disparities have worsened as that economy has matured. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.